Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of WCW Retro. Um, this is your interim host, Howard Morgan, filling in for Stro Maestro, um, who continues to get better. Um, <clears throat> so I understand he's getting a little bit better every day. He's still got a little bit of a, a road ahead of him, but again, he is getting better. Um, and, you know, on the mend, and um, I have been messaging him and texting him and, and talking to him, and he does appreciate everybody's thoughts and prayers. Um, you know, just keep them coming in and continue to to uh, to pray for Stro and that he can get back here. Um, you know, just as quickly as possible. Um, and I say each and every week, um, Stro. You know, we're just keeping this um, seat here warm. You know, until you you know you're able to come back and you know when you're um, ready and. and you know, and able to resume this this task, brother. You know, we'll definitely you know be happy to to you know hear you hear from you once again, and um, you know just kind of you know join in all the fun you know that, that we have on Thursday nights. And I do enjoy doing this, um, you know, on Thursday nights, and you know helping out on Tuesday nights, um, talking wrestling with everybody, and. Um, Talking, you know, new, you know, new school, some old school, you know, kind of getting a mix of everything that we do talk about. Um, but this week, I thought we would kind of keep it, you know, um, a little kind of lighthearted, maybe a little um, fantasy booking. And I do need to apologize if I seem a little distracted. I I have the, the computer in front of me with the the callers lining up and um, the Phillies Braves game on, kind of in the background, but I can see it, so forgive me if I'm a little distracted um, from time to time. It's, I'm just kind of losing focus watching the Braves when I really should be concentrating on this. Um, but, you know, the Phillies are up, you know, two games to one. Hopefully they close it out tonight. Um, but that's not what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about wrestling. And, again, as I said earlier, you know, I wanted to kind of keep it, you know, maybe a little lighthearted, a little – kind of fantasy world a little bit for some of the program and talk about um, bringing back the territory system. Um, for those of you that may not have heard, um, Billy Corgan, who now owns and operates the NWA, um, which was originally founded, you know, and started in 1948, by a lot of, of other territories coming, kind of coming together under the National Wrestling Alliance umbrella. Um, and, you know, they had a champion that would tour these territories and you would come in, you know, maybe once a month, once every couple of months, um, and, you know, defend his title because he was a world champion. So he would go into these smaller territories, you know, in through um, not only the Mid-Atlantic region, but, you know, the Mid-South, the Southwest, you know, Portland wrestling, um, and really, you know, you know, all over the United States and, you know, I, I believe in the Canada, um, I, I may be wrong about that, but, you know, the world champion would come to these 
territories make a an appearance and and have a match against whether it was their heel or their babyface, depending on who the the champion was, and um, again make a special appearance. And I always love that about the territories. I um, mean, it seems like um, Billy Corgan bringing that back with um, Texas Pro Wrestling EC3's local promotion. Um, I believe it's out of Cleveland, Ohio, I believe. I think it's an Ohio-based um, um, organization or territory. Um, and he's kind of joining up with them and kind of setting up the old territory type of feel to it. And, um, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that, kind of how would we kind of break this up in with the WWE and AEW is, is bringing the territories even possible and what would that look like if we tried to bring it back today and start a territory and you know I know it's almost a week old now but we can talk about the results of fast lane um I unfortunately missed um the the wrong that was on on Monday night I was traveling I was in Canada on Monday and Tuesday and I'm actually you know hosting the show or you know operating the show from um, Rockford, Illinois, so I'm still traveling, I'm still out and about, but um, if you want to call in and be part of the conversation, number is 914-338-1885, um, and I don't do this alone, I do have several co-hosts, um, I know um, Chaz Moretti has been a little bit under the weather, I don't know if we'll be able to call in tonight, but my other co-host that I have is the the one and only infamous rat boy. Brother, what's going on tonight, man? How are you? The legendary rat boy, okay? Now you got that <laughs> name. The legendary. I am a legend on this VOC Nation, you know, channel. I started from the beginning, and I'm still here. Come on, people. Come not, try to come knock <laughs> me off. I don't think you could do it, okay? Because <laughs> I was born and raised on this station right here. Put it that way. There you go. There you go. You'll always be, you know, a, a part of WCW Retro and, and in the room. And, you know, hopefully as this thing gets bigger, you know, maybe, um, you know, other programs down the road. Um, but how was your mm -hmm. week, man? How was your week since the last time we talked? Let me see. Uh, it went real good, you know. I had a blind date earlier tonight, you know. We had pizza together. Boy, she was blind. Damn. She, she was actually blind. She's a blind friend of mine. And she lives in the same building here. So I don't have to go for it. blind date. <laughs> yeah, it was a, 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 a real blind date. She was really blind, okay? And she's a real good friend of mine. Well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you just went out for pizza and, you know, and had a good time. And I was talking to her, to, you know, about about what happened on Raw, what happened on NXT. But I saw both shows. I'm going to say NXT took the top of the cake this week. Yeah, um, and, and I and I read I read some of the I, I guess what I'll call it as fallout from that and of course AEW saying you know it, it was because you know WWE had to you know stack the stack the deck and 
you know, there's a little bit of name calling going back and forth with all that. But listen, at the end of the day, you know, NXT is still part of WWE. It's not. It's no big surprise that they're going to listen when they're when they need the ratings. They're going to call in their big guns and and have them appear and you know, for lack of better words, try to steal viewers from AEW. I mean, it's all about viewership. It's all about you know, this is this is a a, a very similar all those scaled back version of the Monday Night Wars that we had. You know, everybody was trying to one up everybody and um mm-hmm. one, I believe mm-hmm. thirty minutes commercial free or something or, or something like that or AEW did at least. I I, I know it was getting a little crazy. Um yes it is. You yes, know, with, it with is. the money that was being spent and all that, but listen, you know, all, all, all is fair in love and war and in the world of pro wrestling. So I, I don't I don't Blame Vince McMahon. I can't get mad at him for, or I just shouldn't even say Vince McMahon. Is without a rumor, is Triple H is now, you know, in complete creative control, you know, of the WWE product for um, for TKL or Endeavor or whatever they're calling themselves these days. So, you know, my hats off to them to step it up and make it. And I even saw comments from other wrestlers that say, yeah, they. They tuned in AEW for a minute, but they primarily watched NXT. But yes, overall, you know why? NXT was was just a was just a better show. Yeah, why, why do you think it was a better yes, show? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, I, I was glued to it because this is the first time I ever sat down because we never had no no big show on Tuesday night right here on VOC Nation. I said, well, let me sit down and watch it. I was glued to it every minute. Wow. I was glued to the TV because what it is that they have some of the WWE superstars on there, okay? And I want to, plus, they were mentioning about the Undertaker person coming back. Guess what? I'm going to say he retired the name when he went in the Hall of Fame. He came back as American Badass. I knew that that was going to happen. For some reason. Is, that, is that is that the character he came out? I I didn't see it, so. Yep, that um, was the character he came out as as American Badass. Okay. Okay, and I knew I said, how can you mention the Undertaker was going to be there? Yeah. Why did you have to mention that the Undertaker was going to be there? You should have mentioned his old name. You know, the American Badass is going to be there. That threw everybody off. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I mean, he did show up, though, right? I thought I saw clips of him. Yes, yeah, he showed up. Yeah. He, he, okay. He showed up. All right, I'm going to tell you, okay? He showed up on his Harley motorcycle. Walked up and around okay. the ring. He got in the ring. He got the mic. Like a brown breaker. I'm the worst American badass you've ever seen. <laughs> That's what he told him. Wow. Now, now I can nice. see what's yeah. going to happen now. Okay. I think they're going to build up the story a little bit more. And it's going to be, I think they're going to be at Survivor Series or somewhere else. Brian Breaker versus the American badass. Wow. Because he didn't, he did not retire that name yet. 
No, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, w- I would love to see this. You know, we always want to see our, you know, our childhood heroes. And Undertaker was very much part of my, you know, teens, early twenties kind of what I'll call childhood or, or at least wrestling um, memories. And, and he always will be, um, just because he, you know, he 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 stuck around for so long and you know through a couple, you know, character changes, he was always able to keep himself kind of relevant and, you know, took the time off when he needed it and, you know, was always able to kind of reinvent himself and um, just, you know, endear the fans. And, you know, again, I see around 30-some years in the WWE or close to it. Um, Sorry, I got my, I tell you what, you know, this week, you know, when I seen him, he looks good. The Undertaker really looks good. I'm that Matt, the American badass. That, that, that was going to be my next question. How did how did he look? Like did he did he look like he was still in good? Oh, he looked great. You know, it looked like he got all his energy back and all. He wasn't the he the way he used to walk. He's not walking like that no more. He he, he fast moving guy now. You know, the Undertaker. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I think, I think he needs that time off to energize himself for a while. Sure, absolutely. Listen, we all listen. Every every pro athlete, especially you know the, those that that wrestle literally every day of the year, there is no off season. There is no you know nope. break for them. There's you know they, they don't come back to a preseason. That you know they you know they're at it. You know. Probably, if I had to guess, probably 340 to 360 days a year. I mean, it's not like it used to be, and I'm not diminishing what they do. But I mean, they're they're still on the road a lot. They're still, you know, beating their bodies up day in and day out, wrestling through injuries, you know, doing all that stuff through injuries, you know. And you know, maybe this time, you know, and maybe you're right. Maybe he's got one one final match in him, and. I would love to yeah. see. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I think this is. I think this is it right here. I think. I think this is it for giving Brown Breaker the push where he wants to go. You know, to push right. him in, 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 the, in, in a major like a WWE Raw or SmackDown area material. Okay. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think this is a push for gonna, him. Right. I was wondering when they were going to call him up. I thought it would have been sooner because. I mean, back in the beginning of the year, it, I mean, Ron Breaker just seemed like, I mean, he was on fire. He was, you know, he, he couldn't lose. And because of his of his lineage, because of who his, you know, dad and uncle are, you know, he, he's got it in his blood. He's a very good performer. You know, he's, I would say, decent on the microphone. I wouldn't say he's good yet, but, I mean, he's still a work in progress. And I honestly thought that they were going to pull him up a little bit earlier and have him contend with Roman Reigns and maybe be one of the guys that, that ends Roman's streak. But now with this program, it looks like maybe they're trying to to start with The Undertaker. Maybe you're right. Maybe there, there's a a couple of matches, you know, with, with him and The Undertaker. Um, mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're, we're getting close to, you know, Survivor Series season. I don't want to say that. I can't say right. that three times fast. Um, so I could see Braun showing up either on Raw or SmackDown, um, and 
just calling out the undertaker, you know, you know, hey, you embarrassed me, you know, that's not going to happen again, you know, you know, and I'm and I'm just spitballing here, you know, you know, you know, you know, tough talk for a guy that you know just retired that just comes out when he feels like it, and just kind of, you know, bait the undertaker into coming back, and if they let this develop, that that match at Survivor Series could be a fantastic match between the two of them. Yes. You know why? At Survivor Series? The debut of why? The Undertaker. The debut of The Undertaker at Survivor Series. Remember that? Oh, is that when you made his... Uh, that's, yeah. Yep. yep. Wow. <laughs> so it would, it would almost come full circle then. I mean, you could have kind of his last match kind of, you know, where it all started. Yes. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't I didn't even put that together. Now you know, see, I remember because that. That's a, that's not, not, yeah, because they brought him out. They brought him out, okay? Plus they brought the uh the the Gavin out of the egg that same same show. Survivor the same, same pay per view. Right. Yeah, the the the, the great Terry Taylor comedy yep. group character. <laughs> yeah. And I always like this. I like Terry Taylor. You know, I you know, I, I always thought he was he, he was a he was a good performer, you know, I I, I liked his, his in ring wrestling, you know, I I liked his character. Um you know You're I very I see more as a good guy than a bad guy. I, I didn't really see him ever being a, a, a bad it's kinda of like seeing Ricky Morton as a bad guy when he was Richard Morton. It just didn't it didn't feel right. It didn't it didn't sit right with me, uh, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. and it's just me. But I always liked Terry Taylor, and I thought, listen, he had a bad gimmick, and I think he made the best of it. I think he did too, but I, I always liked him, you know. Well, well, yeah, I used to tune in every Saturday to find out what the Red Rooster Terry Taylor is going to do. <laughs> that's, because that's, yeah, that's what they call the Red Rooster Terry Taylor. <laughs> Yeah, that that was that was definitely a a not so a, a not so good gimmick. Yeah, but you know who else uh, showed up on video? Who's that? You wouldn't be shocked. On on NXT. On, on NXT, he's joining no, NXT. Gary signed it and it's fine deal. You you know other to get in. Uh, the loose cannon son, Brian Pillman. Oh, they're finally going to they're going to debut him. Yep. I'm waiting to the see video how came up with him morning, so I'm going to be just like my dad, the loose cannon. Okay, good. No, I, and I and I and I like Brian. I, I watched some of Brian Pillman Jr.'s work in MLW and. Um, you know, and other other smaller promotions. You know, I, I really like, you know, his his body work. I like him as a performer. You know, he does have a lot of his dad's mannerisms, you know, in him. Um, so it'll be interesting to see not only, you know, what he does at NXT, but, you know, how long is he there? How long can he, um, you know, can he can he be there before he gets called up, you know, to the main roster? Right. You know. Right. 
So yeah, I, I think and I think WWE's got a got a lot going for them, and yes, you know, they, they do. AEW, yes, they do. AEW is criticizing them for. Yeah, but uh, most of it's happening on NXT now. But but that's that's kind of where you know the and this is where AEW was kind of criticizing WWE. It was, it was about a, a week ago, maybe a little less, where there were guys there, and I don't know who exactly said it, um, but they're saying that you know that that um, WWE has to sign Jade Cargill because they they're not developing their own characters. She, was, she, was on NXT. she showed up on NXT. Yeah, right. But that's where they're developing. She was there. That's what NXT is. It, it's a developmental program. It's, you know, and again, not, not to sound demeaning, or, but it's kind of like the minor leagues. It's kind of like AAA baseball before you get called up to the big leagues. You, you, you kind of hone your character there, and you mix a little bit of the veterans, that, you know, down there to help them develop their character, and you get a good mix of, you know, the veterans and, and the new kids, and I say kids, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're adults, but, you know, and they're, and they're allowed to develop, you know, into, into great performers because they spend some time with these veterans, kind of, with the veterans holding their hands and saying, this, you know, this is how it's going to be, this is what we're doing, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they're not rushing it, you know, and they you are, you know, probably, in the next probably... I would say three to five years, WWE is going to have a, a really strong roster on on Raw and and SmackDown as as some of these older guys are moving into retirement age and you know don't don't have the ability to perform as often. They are they're kind of like stacking the deck in their favor where they have a a really good pool in NXT and they can pull these guys up really at any time and. Um, um, get you know, get them back, you know, and have them go back and forth. So WWE is doing it right. AEW to me, and and I, and I like AEW. I don't like it as much as I do WWE. Although it's kind of getting, the lines are getting closer. But AEW doesn't have the developmental league to pull from, so they have no, to they pull don't. from. They don't. Other, you know, they have to sign the edges, and they have to sign, you know, at the time, you know, the Cody Rhodes before he came back um, to WWE, but because they don't have anything like that. And do they start one? Yeah, maybe, but, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know how or where, you know, that would start. Um, but, you know, that's why I like, you know, as I talked about in the beginning, NWA is starting their own little, like, territory system again. Where Exodus Pro Wrestling is now under the the NWA banner, and they'll be kind of cross promoting shows, um, you know, within within the area, and that, you know that's what you know kind of got me thinking. You know, can can like the WWE, you know, and they're of course they're not going to break up the company and make it smaller because they are a global company now, but can they have smaller territories where you know, and again, I'm just throwing things out there where Raw just operates like in the in the Northeast, you know, and maybe SmackDown goes, you know, kind of into the Mid Atlantic and and Florida area, you know, and kind of bring that territory feel, you know, back back to pro wrestling, which you know, 
was always, I think, of course, with McMahon doing what he did in the, in the 80s with <coughs> gobbling, up, gobbling up all of the smaller territories, he, kind of, he, he killed that. But I always liked that competition. I always liked that. You know, you didn't get to see, you know, Ric Flair every single day on TV because he came through your territory, you know, maybe, you know, once a month or once every couple of months for a big show. Um, you know, and, but, I mean, I, I don't even know when the last time we saw Roman Reigns on television was it. You know, and rumor has it'll be on SmackDown Friday. But yeah, just right I, I don't have confirmation. Is, is it confirmed that he'll be back on Friday? He will be back on Friday confront the uh the bloodline. Cause they they okay. really messed up. They really messed up this time. Cause they didn't do what they're no. supposed to do. Okay, because I'm gonna tell you right now. Okay, we got a new tag team champion, Cody Rhodes, and Jay Uso are the new tag team champions. Yeah, I, I I saw that actually I watched it on Sunday. I, I recorded it and and was able to watch the the recording on, on Sunday and that was one of the the um matches that I really wanted to see. Um and what I was surprised about was not I mean, I, I kinda thought they were gonna win, um but you know, I I, I was really surprised that um Damien was talked out of cashing in on Seth Rollins, and mm-hmm. I'll have to watch it again, but I don't think when Carlito came out, I don't think the crowd was as into it as I think they were expecting. I think there was a little bit of a pop right. in the beginning. Uh, and I think, I, think this, I, I think this is what I've been saying. They're going to bring in somebody new, and he's going to kick out Rey Mysterio. I think Carlito is going to be the be the, uh, the number one member. Okay, he's going to be leading the pack. Well, well, I, 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 I think right. I think they're going to to turn heel. I think Ray is out. Um, and I would love to see that. I would love to see the LWO as a because I think they function better as a heel stable than they do at you know as as a baby face. Um, mm-hmm. And only they're only and I believe they're only baby faces. Again, it's only my opinion. I think they're only baby faces because Ray Mysterio is, is in the group. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I would really like to see them, um, you know, turn heel. Um, you know, I I was kind of disappointed that, you know, that Lashley and the Street Profits, you know, didn't win. I thought that kind of killed their momentum a little bit. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, I don't know what their long-term – long-term storyline is um hold on yes Philly just went up two to one I'm sorry <laughs> um but yeah I, I just I, I I thought Lashley and Street Profits probably should have won that match and I think they really should have uh, like I don't know like destroyed Rey Mysterio post match celebration to kind of set that stage for Ray kind of quote unquote being the weakest link, you know, in the, you know, in the group. And, you know, listen, you know, the LWO gets together. We need to do something to make us stronger. You know, here's Carlito. 
you know, let, you know, Ray's got to go because Ray's soft. Ray's old, he's soft, you know, and, and mm-hmm. he's too much of a goody-goody. And that's where I thought that, I think that would have helped, you know, perpetuate that. But again, I don't know what the, the long-term booking is for that. Um, but, you know, all in all, if you had the grade fast lane, you know, okay, you know okay. A to F, what, what grade would you give it? Um, the match, I give it a B plus. Hey, see, I, I was going B minus, so we're we're kind of in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, because you know, I'm just it, giving it a B plus because because of Carlito because I like Carlito, you know. That's why I gave it a B plus. I, I like Carlito. I'm not I'm not I'm not bashing. I just thought the the reaction from the crowd would have been a little bit bigger for Carlito, and, and it wasn't. I mean, it was there for a minute, but it, it – it, and I'll have to watch it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I wasn't following it as closely, but it seemed like the excitement kind of died died down very quickly, you know, after Carlito was, was involved. The energy wasn't there. Right. Now, now, now but, who else is he going to call up now? Rey Mysterio, you know? Pedro Morales, right. maybe? You know, <laughs> anybody he could call anybody, right? Yeah, no. It, it, but because, yeah, because, 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 what it is that? I, I was t- taking a choice of uh, Alberto Del Rio. That was a good choice, but Carillo is my, was my second choice. Yeah, and and I, I've always call. said, you know, <laughs> we'll never say never in pro wrestling, but I doubt highly that we'll ever see Del Rio back in a WWE ring. Well, I'm not I, sure I, I don't. I, I think right. they're still negotiating on that. I want to jump the gun real that, quick, okay? We're talking mm-hmm. about these side teams now, okay? The announcement that Cody Rhodes gave, okay, bringing back the Cody, the uh, the tag team champion, the tag team tournament again, under his dad. Okay, is that what you're announcement? Yes. And he's bringing it to okay. NXT. And plus, oh, NXT. okay. You know what was so good? Because Cody Rhodes was general manager of NXT. He's the general manager, or you think that's where he's going to be? He was the general manager of the whole show of NXT. Cody or Dusty? Cody was. Cody was uh, a general manager of the whole night. Oh, that night. Okay, okay. Yeah, he made one good match, and I, and I liked it. Okay. It was it was belt for belt. Dominic versus, um, I don't know the other guy's name, you know, the, the world champion. Oh, um, and, oh, my God. And guest referee was no other than L.A. Knight. Referee. L.A. Knight. Wow. Uh, that, that's why it was a good show. Because 
Oh, five or ten minutes. They were bringing. They were, they were bringing. Yeah, they were bringing uh, all these superstars from the from the from the WWE. You know, in. Oh wow, wow. You know what I'm saying? Who's next? Right. Right. What what surprise they got under their hands bringing all these wrestlers in? You know. But I was surprised right. to see Brian Pillman uh, Jr. trying to put a video up saying that he's coming. Yeah, and and I'm wondering if they um, if they kind of rushed that a little bit because of what <laughs> you know AEW was trying to do um, because I didn't think he was going to debut for another couple of months. Um, mm-hmm. but maybe they pushed it just to to get like you said that wow factor in there in that. Um, that you know, that oh my gosh kind of um of of moment from them. You know? And you know, like I said, I, I wish I would have seen it. I, I don't know if I recorded them both. Like if I I don't know if I hit record before I left. Um but I didn't get back from um Canada until very late. Um and then I was home one day and then I was I was I flew to Chicago this morning and I'm I'm flying back tomorrow. So I will be maybe watching it, you know, catching up kind of over the weekend and checking out what AEW did and NXT and kind of see which one I would have would have really watched more of, you know, if I was watching it live. Um, but, oh, you know, right. I, you're, pretty, you're, like you're going back? You're going back to uh, Chicago? No, I'm, I'm actually in Rockford, Illinois right now. I'm, I'm flying out of Chicago tomorrow morning. Oh, before the night's over, okay, or before you fly out, shot by over by Chaz Mavretti's house and punch him in the face for me. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Chaz is my boy, man. I'm not going to do that. Tell him it's not from me. Tell him it's from, from the legendary <laughs> rap boy. Tell him it's from rap boy. <laughs> No, yeah. Or next time, I, 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 I tell you what, or next time when you go to Chicago, you come and get me. I'll go with you, and you just drop me off in front of this house. Put it that way. I'll have to, I'll have to find out where he lives, uh, and, I'll, and I'll do that. Because um, I'm probably coming back to Chicago probably in November as much as I don't want to. It'll be cold here. It's actually getting a little chilly now. It's been raining all day, and it's just been kind of chilly out all day. Mm. Been nice, nice here in Jersey. I'm an hour. You got this nice, nice Jersey weather here. You got this nice Jersey weather. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. I heard it was really nice back in New Jersey. Of course it is. And then when I'm there to come home, it's supposed to rain all day Saturday. So Saturday is going to be kind of a crappy day. Yeah. So you know, but at least I'll be home. And then I and then I'm in Alabama Monday and Tuesday. So. Yeah, we're going to travel and do in the next couple of couple of weeks. But yeah, I, I you know, I, like I said, I think Fastlane was a, a to me a, a a B minus kind of show. It was, you know, um, it, it had its moments. Um, and I just read an article today. Um, Bubba Ray Dudley was criticizing Seth Rollins for, you know, really not, you know, selling the injury. To his back, you know, after that last man standing match, all the build up that they did 
Um, mm-hmm. he, was, he was kind of a little upset. He was a little upset at, at Seth for not continuing that and saying, listen, dude, you know, you put a, there was a think about all the time and, and the weeks that were put into Seth Rollins back. Can it hold out? Can it hold out? And then literally after the match, he just kind of walks away. You know, he, you know, it, you know, your, your, your back is supposed to be trash. I mean, you should have <laughs> maybe laid there for a little bit and, and sold right. it and a that, little well, bit more. Sure that was a good match. That was a good match. I, oh, I it was good. Just it, it, correct. It, was be- it was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, I really thought it was going to be a long, drawn out match. Um, but it, it had, it had, its, it had really good moments in it. It had really good, um, you know, high spots in it. It was it was really <clears throat> really done well. And I mean it went almost a half an hour. So it was it was you know, in WWE, you know, world that that's a very long match. Um and, and I thought that both of them did very well. Um and, and my my only hang up is I didn't think at any point that, that Nakamura was actually going to win. I didn't really I never got that feel that Seth was really in jeopardy, you know, you know, during the match. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it was it was a great match. Um, I, I really did like the the triple threat match for the women's championship. I thought that was done very well. Um, had a lot of good moments in it. Um, there was times when I wasn't sure, you know, who was going to win. Um, I'm glad Neo Sky did. Uh, you know, she she was my favorite, you know, to win it because I'm really not interested in seeing Charlotte Flair hold the title yet again. Um, I, and I think there's there's more money being made with Oscar and Charlotte kind of being involved in their thing, and Io Sky continuing to defend her her title, you know, um, you know, as 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 the the weeks and months progress. Um, not sure how I feel about Bailey at the end, kind of maybe pretending to be her friend. Maybe is it a setup? Uh, I, I the the um, uh, what, what do you call it? Like the um, the cynical person in me is thinking that Bailey is setting her up for something to try to take the title from her. Um, and keeping it around her because Bailey knows that she can beat her, and she's just waiting for her opportunity to do that. And then that will be the end of damage control. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, again, that, that, that's my opinion. That's kind of where I see it going. Yeah, there's, there's I can something. See it go, I can see it now how it's going. Okay. Then mention war games again for Survivor Series. I think Athena is going to be a part of that one now, okay? Two Morgan, one for the men and one for the females, and this is when you're going to see Bianca Belair come back. I, I, just, I, I would like to see a, a, a female war games. I, you know, I, I, I do. I, I, you know, I, I think that would be a, a nice change, I think, and I think they would be great matches because I'll tell you what, I – you know, I, I think the the women in the WWE, especially with Nia Jax coming back and kind of, you know, obliterating everybody, um, I think the women's mm-hmm. division is really kind of stepping it up. And at points, 
at points during the, the Raw and, and SmackDown kind of carrying the show. Um, and the women are putting on incredible, excuse me, incredible matches, um, you know, week in and week out. Um, so, yeah, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't fall asleep on the, on the women's division, you know, and, you know, I think a, a huh? women's war games would, would be really, uh, really a good boost for WWE. Right, and plus, you know what else? I've been saying it for years. They got enough females, okay, on that on that roster. Won't you just have a WWE all female lead on TV? No men involved. All them but females. Female wrestling. Just just the whole night, nothing but. And I think that could be, yeah, you're right. I think they have, they have the talent. They have, uh, you know, like you said, enough on the rosters between the both of them to put on mm-hmm. a really good show. And, and maybe you try it with SmackDown because, you know, SmackDown's, you know, a little bit shorter. It's only two hours. Maybe you right. with, with a, with a SmackDown on a Friday night. Um, I tell you and, what. Is WWE headquarters listening right now? Okay. Or. Or anybody else, okay? Put all the females on SmackDown for Friday night, okay? Put all the males on Raw. There you go. There you go. Well, and, and of course they're listening because what else would Triple H be doing on a Thursday night other than listening to WCW Retro? So right, I'm and sure but, he's listening, but they could call, call Friday night female matches. WWF. Right, nothing with females. Or WSF. I, I can see that. I can see that happening, you know, in you know, in the in the very near future for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and again it being, you know, a, a very good quality show. And when you know, the last and, time and, you and ever watched like a, a female show? Or not but females. What, what, what was that? Right. Women of wrestling is on on Saturdays, and that's it. Female, female yeah, wrestling is on. Let that, let them yeah, be female. Yeah. And it's on Saturday late. Like I, I think Brady was saying, it's on like at ten or eleven o'clock or something or midnight. Yeah. You know, yep. I'll, I'll have to record it because I'm not staying up that late just to watch it. But I should record it and at least you know take in a program and see you know you know what all the excitement's about. Yeah, you know, I I I really do like it. I I I like that idea. I think that's a that's a very good idea. Um, let me let me jump in to a caller real quick. Nine oh three, you're on WCW Retro. Um, how you doing, Howard? Oh, what's going on, buddy? I gotta start remembering your area code, man. (laughs) I'm I'm doing good. Oh, it's Mr. Dustin. How you doing, Rat Boy? I'm doing okay. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, you, your boy really pulled that one out on sa- on Saturday night with his back. He's still yeah. champion. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Howard, I didn't think Seth was going to win that match. Honestly, I really thought when he hit them with the miss, I thought that was the end of the match. Yeah, I just I never had that confidence, and maybe it's just because I mean I like Seth Rollins that much better than, than I do Nakamura, but I just never, to me, it just never felt 
like he like he had a chance. Um, and that's, yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't a good match. I'm not saying that at all. Because I think it was a very good match, especially at 28 minutes, 29 minutes, however long it went. Um, here's the thing. Very good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with him facing Drew McIntyre is where I'm concerned. I have a feeling he's going to lose to McIntyre. Uh, yeah, that 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 was my when I because I did see like on my Google News feed um, that McIntyre did challenge him, and I thought, well, that's this is the end of, of the Seth Rollins run. This is this is where it ends, and I, I didn't really yeah. feel that with many of his other contenders. Here's the and, thing. And I think this is where where Drew McIntyre makes his his heel turn. Here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, Here's the thing. They could have Drew win, and then immediately immediately after he's won the championship, David Priest cashes in. That could oh. happen. Oh. That could happen. Look at you throwing a curveball. Wow. <laughs> that could happen. That's why I can see him him beating Seth in a, in a match. Honestly, I haven't beat him in quick fashion and be like, what what just happened? He beats he beats Seth in quick fashion, and all of a sudden, out from nowhere, here comes the Judgment Day attacking McIntyre, and then he catches the contract and wins the championship. Yeah, but would that happen at Crown Jewels though? Think that way. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. At Crown Jewel, he wins the championship, and then it gets cashed in. On. I didn't even think about it. that. Wasn't even on my radar at the moment. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I think it's going to happen after Crown Jewels. But here's the thing: they could do it where Drew McIntyre goes for the Claymore, Seth catches him in a roll-up pin, one, two, three, retains the championship. But then, Drew, then Damian Priest catches him. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, really I think it's going to gonna happen yeah. that Monday night at the Crown Jewels. They're going to do here's this the, here in the USA. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, AEW this week was very phenomenal. They had a heck of a show. I was upset about Soraya losing. Also, I didn't want her to lose, but I knew it was happening. But Adam Copeland, man, he had a heck of a match against Luchasaurus. Man, that was an awesome match. Yeah, I, I I didn't see. I mean, I have them record. I, I'm hoping I have them recorded. I think I do. I, I need to go back and watch it. So, in in your opinion, Josh, who, who do you think won the Tuesday night war? Was it AEW or WWE? WWE. They had they had their theirs was nine hundred nine hundred five thousand. AEW had six hundred five. Yeah, that's that's the numbers I keep saying. It was like nine. Anywhere from like 980 to 995 to right around 605 um, for AEW, but even again, you know, yeah. 605,000. I mean, that's that that's to me, you know, I if I'm AEW, I, I don't know that I would look at that as a loss. I think that's still listen. You know, we uh, you know against the the big boys, you know, we you know we took 605,000. You know, you know what I mean? Like still looking um, at that as, as somewhat of a win. Because here's you know, the thing. You did give them a run for their money. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If this strike thing with the actors wouldn't be going on right now, John Cena wouldn't be on a flight to Orlando for NXT. Uh, that, uh, that's how that's how I see it. He wouldn't be there if, there, if the strike thing wasn't going on. He wouldn't be back in WWE right now. Right. Right. But 
Yeah, things he, worked out. You know, he's back, the Rock's back. So, but again, for how long now that the strike is over? Yeah, and uh, the Undertaker showing up at the NXT, uh, choke slamming Braun Breaker. I love to see that. That, that. that was awesome to see. Yeah, I, I think, you know, of course, Undertaker is one of my, you know, all time favorite old school guys. And I'm really liking what, you know, Braun Breaker has been doing the last, you know, year or two um, in NXT. You know, I, I think he's ready, you know, to make a main roster run, and I, I kind of like Ratboy's idea about them maybe squaring off at Survivor Series, maybe giving, you know, Undertaker, you know, one more match, you know, at Survivor Series, um, which I think here's, would be a heck of a match between the two of them. Here's 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 what I'm saying from, from War Games. Team Judgment Day teaming up with the Bloodline versus Team Cody, and whoever he picks for his team, I figure it'd be Owens and Zayn, Seth Rollins, uh, Jay Uso, and then whoever else he picks versus Team Judgment Day and Bloodline. I would watch that. It's going to be the I Bloodline would... with um, Judgment Day. Yeah, versus like versus, versus, Team, versus Team Cody versus uh, yeah versus Team Cody. Yeah, that that would be a very interesting war games match. No, it definitely would. Cody yeah, it's, it's definitely watchable. It's going to be Cody J, okay. I'm going to say L.A. Knight. Seth Rollins. No, no, no. L.A. Knight and Kenny Zane and Kevin Owens. That's five. Well, well, you five. Gotta have Seth Rollins. You have Seth Rollins. Like, uh, he has to be the sixth person on the team. Seth Rollins and... It makes sense because he has history with Judgment Day and Bloodline, and have Roman Reigns right, on the other yeah. side. And have Roman Reigns teaming with the with the Bloodline and Jimmy Uso and Solskjaer and then Finn Balor, Dan Priest, and Dom Mysterio. Oh, there you, yeah, there you go. Six on six. That's wrong, finger. Six on six. So. No, but that, well, that it could would, be yeah, five would, on five. You never know yet. It might be five on five. Well, I'm just thinking it would be. I'm just, I'm just thinking it would. It would be cool to have a six on six match. That would be very interesting. Yeah. No, it definitely would. Especially yeah, with, with, if, those, um, with those twelve well, guys in name? there. Or what's his name? Can't get the other can, guy's name for the Judgment Day. Ben Dowers, buddy. Yeah, or yeah, they could do, or they could do Drew McIntyre teaming on the side with the Bloodline and, and Judgment Day, because I know he's going to turn heel. And I, and also, yeah, I think if he don't win the championship at Crown Jewel, that's where the heel turns coming. <coughs> right. Honestly, with Triple H running creative, I don't see Seth losing. No, it, it, he he's no. kind of got favor with with Triple H. Um, Although, I mean, I would love to see Drew McIntyre, you know, you know, win the title. And and I always liked him as a heel. I think he's he's so much better as a heel. Um, That's what I agree with. Because he is a physical guy. He's a big guy. And, you know, I, I think he needs to – I don't want to say destroy Seth Rollins to win, but he really needs to – 
to 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 put a hurting on him um, and um, kind of push Seth out of action, you know, for a couple of weeks to kind of hit on the fact that you know Drew McIntyre is now this this bad dude. Just kind of the going sky is the sky is the sky is psychopath. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, no, no, you know really who didn't get? Hang on, you know who didn't get the full win? CM Punk at War Games. I just I I I heard that there's talks have broken down. They're not even talking anymore. So uh, uh, WWE officials said that they're 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 that they don't have they have no no plans on bringing him back. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I read that the other day. There's no, that, that, uh, but again, could, could that just be smoke and mirrors? But it it, does, it just seems like everything that I'm reading that they're they're not even interested in CM Punk. Uh, Seth Rollins just saying an interview. Seth Rollins just saying an interview a few months ago about when CM Punk got fired from AEW. He did say if, if CM Punk were to return to WWE, he would leave. Wow. That he would never work with CM Punk ever again. He said he would, he would just quit. As wow. we know, as I know right now, I'm looking at the Survivor Series uh, logo. There's one familiar face on there that, that I might be right on. Bianca Belair is on, on this flyer. That means she's coming back then. A Survivor Series. Okay. Uh, I, I think we lost Dustin somewhere along the way. Hopefully yeah. he falls back. But no, I, I like it. I, I kind of like, I mean, and, and again, I, I spent a couple of weeks kind of harping on WWE and the product that they were putting out. Um, but they kind of really seemed in the last, I don't know, two or three weeks to kind of turn the corner and are kind of making it watchable again and <laughs> keeping your interest and being able to, to to draw you in, you know, each and every week, you know, and make you want to come back to find out what's going to happen, you know. You know, we're all just going off the air. Oh, I got, I got to see what happens next week on Raw 2. Where for a couple of weeks, I didn't I didn't have that feeling. I'm like, ah, and, you know, I was talking to, to Matt on – on Tuesday on, on our messenger thing, you know, we're so programmed to watch Roll on Monday night from from 8 to 11. It's just what we do. And that's where I was. Yep. I was in like a cycle of about four or five weeks that it was just Monday night. I watch it because that's what I do on Monday nights. And it it's not getting like that anymore. It's starting to, to turn where now I want to watch it and I, I make it a concerted effort to not only record it, but I try to watch it live now because I want to see what happens because they're starting to bring the interest back. You know, they're where SmackDown was to me their leading show. Raw is starting to take back that that flagship kind of role that, that they used to have. And I like it. I mean, I think it's good for WWE as a whole. Again, it makes them so much more watchable than they were. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm really enjoying. I'm really enjoying the programming. You know, the stories are 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 getting better. Um, you know, and they're getting. Um, and maybe this is where we're starting to see what Triple H is doing because the stories are kind of making sense. You know, they're um, 
they're I don't want to say easy to follow, but they kind of the the logic is there where some of the logic just wasn't there. It's like why are these two guys even together? No, you know, it doesn't make sense at all. But it, you know, the WWE is starting to make a little bit more sense now. And I think yeah, it's a great thing. And, uh, and I found out the Crown Jewels is November fourth. Okay. November fourth, and then Survivor Series is at the end of the month, right? Right, November, November 6th. they be right here in Wilkes-Barre, PA. In Wilkes-Barre, huh? That's up near Scranton. Yes. And you got to think now, okay? Damien Priest is the wrestler in this area. They might give it to him oh, that yeah, night. Yeah. Okay? Plus... I, I used to, I used to watch don't happen, Right, because it don't happen that week, November 13th, the next row is going to be in Washington, D.C., the same area where Damien Priest wrestled at. Right. Okay? No, I, you know, I, There's two opportunities exactly, right there when you to cash it in. Yeah, he's definitely... In front of all his fans that grew up to him, you know, before he came Damian Priest. Right. No, he's definitely getting a a title, I would say, sooner than later, um, just because of, you know, how much even from when he first set foot in the WWE ring, um, you know, and, with, you know, and, and not and kind of off topic, but still on the same topic. I read a... Um, um, uh, an interview that L.A. Knight did, and I don't know who was interviewing him, but somebody asked him, you know, what it felt like to have, you know, this overnight success that L.A. Knight is finally having. And L.A. Knight's reply mm-hmm. was, you know, it took 20 years for me to have this overnight success. And kind of where Damian Priest is, I mean, he's been in, I think he's been in the business 13, 14 years, something like that, you know, and, he, and he's finally gaining momentum. He's finally gaining recognition and, and popularity whether you like him or, or you hate him. Um, so, yeah, his his time is coming up. And, yeah, I, I think we're all kind of hitting, you know, in and around it, you know. Um, by the end of the year, he'll have a major title in WWE, for sure. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm just looking at it now, okay. Damian Priest wrestled in New York, right or wrong? Yes. Okay, he used to wrestle in New Jersey. TA. Yes. Right? Yes. That's all Maryland, New York Delaware. people have to yep. do. That's all what what New York people have to do. Just jump on a highway, go through Jersey, and they'd be right there in Stratton. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's getting a title. Yeah. I think it's going to happen in Wilkes-Barre. I think it's going to happen in Wilkes-Barre. Now, is Wilkes-Barre a televised event, or is it a house show? Yes, yes, it's televised. It's Monday Night Raw. Okay. Oh, so it's Raw, okay. It's like November 13th, Monday Night Raw in Washington, D.C. Right. He went to Cassidy, where, close to his hometown. New York, and that's the closest 
to New York for his Rooksbury. Yeah, I hope he gets one. I mean, I like Damian Priest. Um, I followed him when he was Punisher Martinez. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't remember his tag team partner, but he was part of a small promotion out of um, out of Deppard, New Jersey, New Moon Rising Wrestling. Um, Brady knows about it. Um, I think Brady's been there a couple of times. Um, and I think he used to call shows for them, but I'm not sure. He, him and his partner, I can't remember his partner's name, is, he kind of reminds me of Otis um, in, in, the, in his size. That his tag team partner was a kind of a bigger guy, and they were the um, New Moon Rising tag team champions. And I was there the night that he won the tag team championship. Oh, really? I had my son there huh. with me. Oh, yeah, it was a real, it was a really okay. nice show. Yeah, and I mean, he, okay. the TV doesn't do it. I mean, you can see that, that he's a big guy, but, man, when you see him, like, in person, he, he's a big dude. Like, he, he is a monster. Like, he's, oh, he's very he? large. He's, oh, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a very intimidating looking. I mean, as you can see on TV, but he's a, and he, but he's a very large guy, even in person. Very Put it big this guy. way. I'm going to put it out there now. What you see on TV, they look smaller. When you see them in person, they're a lot, lot bigger. Oh, yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. I noticed that, you know. Yeah, he's And and I'm going to say, I'm going to push the guns a little bit, you know, a little bit, not that much. When you come home tomorrow morning, Beware of the brave crybabies, because they they be all at the airport crying. Well, wear your rain boots. One, so. Yeah, wear your rain boots in the airport. Yep, I'm going to. It might be flooded. Yeah, just with the that would be great. <laughs> I don't know if there's a lot of brave fans at the stadium. It looks awfully red in there. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, it's okay. It's been a good series, but yeah, I'm looking now, and I don't see many. I mean, and they're not. Well, I guess maybe not focused on them, but I there, there can't be that many brave fans there. But it's been a good series. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing how WWE kind of rounds out the the um, the year, how they finish it out. Um, it looks like they're. They're building towards some, you know, something bigger. Um, I need to pay a little bit more attention to AEW and see how that's going, um, especially now that Edge is there. Um, and I'm going to keep calling him Edge because that's who he is to me. Um, and see how that um, Edge Christian thing kind of hashes out. I I have a feeling that that Christian is going to have a change of heart soon. And I'm, and, and this is just how I'm hoping it goes. Um, I'm hoping that Edge and Christian have one more run, you know, as a tag team together um, before Edge hangs it up. Um, and I think, honestly, for for Edge's sake, um, I think that's the only way it, it can end for him is going out with um, with Edge, I mean, with, with Christian, you know, by his side and 
you know, winning winning the, the tag team championships there or wherever yeah. wherever they go. I mean, you know, they, I mean, they can theoretically go anywhere, but yeah, I, I really do want to see, you know, you know, like they, they get the old band back together and and, um, and do it one more time, just for nostalgia's sake, just you know, so the fans can you know, kind of you know, say goodbye to everybody, you know, to Edge and you know. I don't want to say the right way because I mean he's doing what you know what he feels he needs to do, but you know I, I think it you know it'll be a a, a, a huge boost. Um, you the know, one for, thing for I like to see for everybody involved. The one thing I like to see, okay, it's the Hardy Boys, okay, and we got Edge and Christian. I like to see the Dudley Boys come back. And do a final TLC, all three teams. Oh, wow. She still, she could all still got it, you know. That would go in the history books real quick, you know. Absolutely, and and I, I don't care who who puts that show on. I, you know, I, I would definitely watch that one. But but they but, can't I, mean, I don't, I don't know. Got, if... uh, I think uh, Devon is working for WWE right now. He cannot do it. Yeah, he, I, yeah, he's. I don't know if he's got a legends contract or he. I think he's got some kind of contract with WWE. And I, I just yeah. heard. I didn't hear, but I heard it last week. Um, Kevin Nash signed a legends or some kind of contract with WWE. I don't say legends because I don't know that to be a fact. But he signed a contract with WWE. Mhm. So, we'll, you know, we'll see, but. Yeah, if, if they could get them three teams together, I yeah. think that would definitely be, you know, a, a big money draw for whoever's able to pull that off. That would be the last match for Edge. Get those two teams, get those three teams together, and, and see. That, that would be it for him. One more time, TLC match. I just don't know if if their bodies have it in them. <laughs> I know. They, hey, so much. at least they tried. At least they could they could try. You know what I'm saying? They, well, you know, and if they feel healthy enough, yeah, maybe maybe they can give it a go. Maybe they can, you know, do it one more time for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I, I, think, I think the TLC match they gave back in the day is still up on top. It's like one of the top top. Top five matches ever, TLC match. Oh yeah, yeah. And well, anytime you get, even if it's just a regular tag team between those three teams, you know, whether it be Dudley's and the Hard Hardys, the Hardys and Edge Christian, or Edge and Christian against the Dudley Boys, no matter how you, whatever pieces you plug in there, they're always going to be great matches. Yes. Always going to be great matches, and I don't think I've ever seen a bad, you know, match with you know with those. Guys of, of any selection, you know, involved in. I don't think I've ever seen a bad match between those guys. They just if you so look well at together, it, and some guys do. Right, right. If you look at it, okay, do you have it? A territory match. You, you got Ed and Christian from Canada. Okay, you got the Dudley Boys right here from from the East Coast. Okay, plus you got the Hardy Boys down. Now, down south, okay? 
That's three categories there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could yeah, you technically call that, you know, middle territory kind of match because of the ground that it covers. Absolutely. Yes. That's ground cover right there, you know? Think about it. Yeah, see? I'm not smarter for it. <laughs> I, I didn't think so about that. There's a three category match there in the WWE. That, you know, TLC. And, and you know, and that, and part of me wishes that's why these these bigger promotions could get along with each other, so that they could have matches like this without you know the the ownership's egos getting in the way and being able to pull these guys together and under one you know and listen, do it for a charity, do it for you know make a wish or or you know something like that that you know you could. <laughs> donate the proceeds to so that everyone right. wins. You know, and, right. but, you know, again, just think with the egos, you know, the egos there and and everything else, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't see it happening, but I wish it would because I think it would, uh, listen, it, it, would, it would benefit the business and the fans would definitely be, you know, the winners, you know, in in that scenario, you know, and you know we'll, we'll be able to get that um, um, that final fantasy match that um, you know we've been looking for. Yeah, I, I like to see WWE so, versus AEW right here in the middle of the U.S. Okay, so everybody could come and watch it. Okay, and all the money goes to our favorite charity. Right. You know, you yeah. got Jeff Rollins versus MJF. Warlord versus right. Roman Reigns. You know? That, yeah. I like to right. see that, you know? I like to see those kind of matches, you know? It's Lee versus Lee, right. okay? Company versus company. Right. No, absolutely. You know, I... I I just again, I just don't think their egos will, um, <laughs> will, you know, will allow that to happen. I wish it would. Because what is that? You know, that's could. all you're seeing. That's all you're seeing now. Oh, AEW said this about WWF. WWF is saying this about AEW. Shadow it. Have both guys in a ring at the same time. Let them fight it out. That's all I have to say. You know. Right. Why not who's I mean, the best or the best? That's it. Right, Don't go mean calling and all this other stuff because that's not proving nothing. Right. And yeah, proving nothing. The best the best. Right. The best of the best here in the USA. Right. You know what? No, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It just, it's all name calling right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, absolutely. Is AEW getting sued for all the stuff that they're saying about WWE? No. Right. Okay. No, absolutely. And WWF, WWF ain't doing nothing. WWE's not doing nothing. They don't shout out back to other companies or nothing like that. But AEW is shouting out all these companies that don't belong in their company. They're mentioning their name or they're getting sued. No. 
Right, and, and, and but I think AEW has to 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 kind of keep their um, um, name in the forefront so we don't forget about them. They they kind of have to bash you know WWF a little bit um, to say hey we're still around. WWE doesn't need to. They don't need you know that cheap publicity. They don't need to to kind of name call. They can just you know at the end of the day put out a better product. And and run right over right. AEW, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, you know, as you see, okay. Soon, soon you see an AEW guy fly ships to the up to the WWE. Or something, AEW is going to say all this stuff, okay? Well, right. he left here, right. he went there, and all this other stuff, right? You know, all of a sudden, when they come to the WWE, to the AEW, the AEW is going to talk about a lot of stuff what they're, they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. But this guy's from another company, and we're going to do this. You know, I feel sorry for that company because look who we got now. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't own them. Yeah, Contract expired. Leave them alone. Yeah, and that, that's that's, actually, that was what I had right. about with with Edge when they were talking about, you know, it's only a cash grab and this and that. Well, the guy's contract expired with one company. He just went from one company to another. He still wants to make money like we all do. And I don't hate the guy mm-hmm. for, <laughs> for for jumping ship, as you call it. But, you know, is it weird seeing him in AEW? Of course it is because he was in WWE for so long. You know, but, you know, we'll get used to it. You know, by this time next year, you know, we'll almost, I don't want to say forget about it, but it'll feel like, you know, Edge belongs in AEW, if, you know, if he's there that long. You know, I don't hate the guy for, for trying to still stay employed and, and, and earning money when he can because he could still earn money. He's still, you know, he's still very much a, a, a draw and still very much a, a commodity that people want to see. Mm-hmm. He's still a so, money-making you know, guy, Edge. Edge is still yes. a making-money guy, you know, because what happened was that he did get hurt in the WWE for a long time. He came back. And all of a sudden, the money right there. Time right. for him to retire. He, they let him go. He went to AEW. He went to do it one more time with his, with, uh, his uh, daughter, says, Uncle Jay. Christian. Right, right. Okay? He wants to do it one more time with him. Let him do it. Okay? Let him do right. it. That's right. all I have to say. Let him make money. Let him do it. Right. Well, well, Rappel, I, I, I think I'm Yeah, I think I'm going to wrap this up. I, I, I got up early, and I got to get up early for my flight tomorrow. Yeah. You, you got anything going on this week? Um, this week we're, um, I'll be helping out in a, uh, the community room here, because they're officially saying that they're going to be doing a Halloween party here. Okay. And, but I think next Thursday, we postpone it till next Thursday, I'll be going down Columbus to walk around, see what I can find. Oh, Okay. You know, Columbus Farmers Market right, right here in Columbus, New Jersey. Come, come and check it out because it's one of the largest pre-marks here in Jersey. You know, 
So you can find anything there. You can find Russia. Yeah, I was. I haven't been to the Columbus Mart in probably in about two years, I guess. I'm gonna get back out there. When mm-hmm. I'm not flying all over to. the country. That, that that's it, really, you know. And plus, uh, the Virginia uh, is got postponed to my um, cousin gets her finger uh, better because she uh, slammed it in the door. She broke her pinky. Oh. Went for that to get, yeah. And that Virginia wow. trip is out right now. Okay. All right. It's well, okay. You know, you know, I'm, I'm having fun here. I'm having fun here, right here in Jersey. Yeah. You know, I got my own little community here, black community, right here in the big, the big building, 10 floors. We're over 150 uh, rooms here. You know, they're all my fans. <laughs> they call me up about five or six times a day for what I'm doing, make sure I'm okay. You know, they check up on me. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, I don't see nobody yeah, else doing see. that, you know what I'm saying? I don't see none none of your on Facebook saying anything about me, you know. How you doing or anything like that. It's okay. When I'm, I'm due to come back in the restaurant, I'm gonna come back hard and guess what? I'm leaving as a bad guy. <laughs> no more Sorry, good no, guys for me. I'm leaving as a bad guy. And, and, and just continue to pray for Stro as he continues to get better. Um, you know, we, we would love to have him back here, you know, just as, as quickly as possible. Um, and, um, you know, just take over the show again like he's done. I know we everybody misses him. Um, I miss him. Although I'm having a blast doing it, you know, I understand that, you know, we're just kind of keeping his spot warm for him until he comes back. Um, you know, Stro, you know, Again, when you're ready, brother, you know, whether you want to call in or, you know, stop in and say hi or, you know, let us know when you're ready to come back. But, you know, continue to do what the doctors tell you to do. You know, continue to get better, continue to, to rehab and and get stronger. Um, and then, you know, we'll be right back here with Brady Hicks on um, Tuesday night on In the Tuesday Room night. at 9 o'clock. And then we'll be back here again next Thursday. Um, again at nine o'clock. Um, between now and then, I'll have another topic kind of out there that we'll discuss. But it's been fun. Let's have a blast. Oh, Howard, Howard, Howard. Um, yeah. Next yeah. next Tuesday, I'll be I'll be calling in late on the VOC Nation in the room about ten ten thirty. I'll be calling in because okay. I'll be busy that night. Cause, because what okay. is that? My bingo fans want to see me come back there. I gotta go back to bingo. These <laughs> people are—they well, you know, haven't seen me the whole summer. They want me to come right, back. You, you don't want—you don't want to upset your bingo fans. That's for sure. That's right. right yeah, that's we'll, we'll right. be right back here next next Thursday night at nine o'clock, and be sure to tune in on you know Tuesday nights and call in on Tuesday nights with the ECWA Hall of Famer Brady Hicks. Um, we'll be talking wrestling and. I'm sure some other stuff is Brady always has a, a entertaining show um, with, with the crew there, with Kathy and Matt and everybody else. That, um, and it's a season out. premiere, um, too. Season premiere. Is it? Season premiere uh, next week. Okay. Awesome. Very nice. 
Yeah, because everybody else right. calling their season premiere, you know, we're going to call our season right. premiere of the VOC Nation. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm really having fun, you know, I'm having fun talking wrestling and sometimes talking nonsense or, you know, whatever you guys want to talk about. Um, but, you know, again, thanks for listening tonight, you know, and we'll be back here Thursday night, um, 9 o'clock, you know, talking more wrestling and, you know, hopefully I'll, we'll have a lot to talk about between now and then. Until then, you know, again, continue to pray for a show. Um, you know, everybody be mm-hmm. safe and have a great night. Bye-bye, everybody. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. <clears throat> VOC Nation's own Stro Maestro suffered a major medical and financial catastrophe this year. From the VOC Nation family, to all of you, please continue to pray for Stro Maestro for his continued recovery. You can also donate to his cause, paypal.me slash palpistrom. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fist, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stiggs of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, here you get that nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. 
uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is the last year, and once again, we're speaking here with... Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it. Did you have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.